Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a ton. It's like that that was my that was my shit when I was like. I completely 15. missed the back end of this conversation about the offspring. Oh, we are we are, are just we talking about how oh, yeah. cool I was oh, when recording. I was fifteen. How do I Oh yeah, I mean, that, that is how most episodes of the podcast begin, in fairness. Yeah, I was cool when I was fifteen. Yeah, in unspecified year. In unspecified year. In unspecified year. year. Yeah. <laughs> might, might have been last year, it might have been nineteen oh two. You were Was that why know. you said unspecified year before when you were talking about Reading Festival? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said unspecified year because you were doing that thing where people were like, Oh, twenty twenty, yuck. Ugh, it doesn't exist you know, I thought you were doing that. No. Right, you no. weren't. No, I wasn't. Oh, that's good. No, no, no. Because I hate that's I, I, I <laughs> I fucking hate when people do that shit. Yeah, fair play. Mm. Oh, yeah. 2020. It's like, just fucking say the name of a year, mm. you fucking child. Yeah, Phoebe was doing that very much because the year was not 2020. Yeah, yeah it was not it was, it was 1974. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I, I founded the Reading Festival in 19... 19- whenever. That's yeah. right. Um, Started yeah. off just as a celebration of the town of Reading. Yes. Yeah. The Oracle Shopping Centre, the excellent rail links to Paddington. Yes, and uh, that gig that that guy used to... You know, once I did a gig in Reading when I was living in London and I was so poor that I my plan always was just to not pay for tickets. And at Reading, right. the guy didn't let me through the gates. And it was like, I had work the next day and it was after the gig. So I was like 10.30 or something. And the dude was just like, you don't have money, you can't go in. And I had like negative money in my bank. Um, so I jumped over the brick wall at Reading Station and like ran across the tracks to get into the train. And oh it just, God. what lunacy, the you know? The wall you perch on when you're waiting for people to show up when you're going to the Reading Festival. Probably, yeah. yeah that yeah, brick wall. I know, yeah, I know, I've not, I know I've not had that wall. experience, but the there wall. we go. It's the same. Our two worlds collide there. It's I'll, been there hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you one thing about Reading Station. It's got a really, really good car park. It's got like it's got one of the it's got one of the best. Like, it's a very funny feature to love about a train <laughs> yeah, station. And I love he- I love to hear your voice parts. drop a little bit it's when you start really, talking about. It's, really it's got a really, really nice good car park. quality car park. It does. Man. It does. I did once make um like a a ten minute uh mockumentary about like what there is to do in Reading because when I ran for the student union presidency as a joke. Everyone, all the serious candidates were talking about how Cambridge terms need to have a reading week. Oh yeah, for students' mental nice. health. Nice, that's and really then funny. I said that we should have a reading week <laughs> where all students will be funded to go on a little holiday to Reading. To Reading, and, and what I was just, in Reading? What was well? Th- I mean, there's there's nothing in Reading apart from the Oracle Shopping Centre. There's and a the really station. really big Iceland that um, if you're <laughs> <laughs> if you're getting stuff for the festival, they, the hot they, springs. they don't they don't like check what's in your basket they just look at the basket and make an estimate so you can just steal stuff what yeah what do you <laughs> mean again this is might this might not be Surely the case that's anymore, not a thing anymore but, but what is that what is that they just look at the stuff you in your like, basket and they're like, 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 uh, like 23 up, pounds fill up a big enough trolley they'll just like do it by eye because they that can't be bothered to put it all bonkers, through bonkers man but i think that Fantastic. might just be for the festival i don't think yeah. that's like I don't think like the like, like the margins Reading in ta- here are good enough. Yeah, like yeah, Reading yeah, Town yeah. Centre, Iceland is also, running. At, it's running at loss leader because it just knows it's got that brand recognition. You know mm. that they've got uh, like they're overestimating the prices on that. You know, like are the students who are probably already drunk that are going to Reading Festival. They're not doing a running total in their heads of the fucking. Packets of crisps. So and, you've got to have a bunch, know, of, gum bunch of caviar just in the bottom yeah, of the tray. Yeah. Under all those bowls of Glen's oh, Iceland vodka. caviar? No thanks. The last, yeah, the-, the last time I went, um, it was one of the really rainy, muddy years. Mm. Um, unspecified. Might mm. have been might have been 1860. Yes. Might have been next year. You I didn't don't know. I know they had rain in 1860. 
Oh yeah, they did oh, a wow. ton, a yeah. ton, and there's nothing you could do about it either. There's so much rain that they didn't even ring it up; they just estimated. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone was just constantly yeah. wet. <laughs> what year do you reckon the umbrella was invented? Because that's quite a complex. Oh, the umbrella's really old. Is it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Was it wood? Um, like, well, like, like parasols are like. Yeah, are but like what about the centuries like, old? Like, you know, the one that you don't open inside because the parasol's for the sun, no? Yeah, it mm. is, but like it's. You know. It could as multi-purpose. Like honestly, like I think it's just that's just a branding exercise. Like umbrella, oh little shadow, parasol, oh thing against the sun, same fucking thing. Yeah, it is. Same you're fucking right. contraption. You are right. You can't. Yeah. You can't. If you're, if you're creating me. a little shadow, that implies the involvement of the sun. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it does. No, you can't fool me. Um, What's it a shadow from the moon? No, fuck off. <laughs> Do you mean like the one that actually has like the mechanism yeah, where you the like one pop that the flukes out? The one that it's unlucky it to it open in. indoors. Um, like. It's surprisingly old. I don't know yeah. the exact date, but it's like it's surprisingly there's old. That, um, there's that umbrella shop in Hoburn that's like from like the 18th century. Yeah, yeah, still right. 18th century. Yeah, it's so Wowzers. funny that there's a shop that only sells umbrellas at yeah. all, let alone one that's been there for yes. hundreds of yes. years. Yes. Oh, another another grueling weekly shop at the umbrella store. <laughs> it's supposed to be where the Queen gets her umbrellas. Really? Interesting, mm. because I can't imagine she ever holds an umbrella. No. Well, no, also, she she doesn't need an umbrella because she'll have water-repellent skin. Yeah. yeah. And that big hat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And she's yeah. always in her lair. She's always in her yeah. lair. just spray the queen's clothes with Scotch Guard, <laughs> and that would pretty much yeah. have the same effect, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah like both water and flame-retardant and chemicals. She one, of those, one of her ridiculous hats, but just made of Gore-Tex, <laughs> that she just wears on rainy days. Yeah. I think that would be good. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. Sorry, so, so the at- most fun thing about the documentary about Reading <laughs> uh-huh. was that we went around interviewing the people of Reading about what there was to do in Reading nice. and none of them could answer the oh, question. Oh, yes. Which is because we weren't really sure like how funny this was going to be or and everyone uh-huh. was like... <sighs> I mean, there's a pretty quick train to London. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, just to yeah. make like hundreds there's, of these um, in a row. Cut they've got together. a football team. They've got like a decent mm. football team. They uh, what? There's. I'm trying to remember the name of the bar because it was a silly name. Like fucking the Purple Turtle. Yeah, there's mm. purple, the purple turtles turtle. everywhere, though. Are there? Yeah. One oh, in Oxford. Fucking bullshit. One I think it's Oxford. like a west oh, of you London. Fucking no. Oh, no. You no, British no, no, no. and your wrong, fucking wrong, wrong. franchises, the, man. The original Purple Turtle is on Essex Road. In oh. Essex, is it still there? Yeah, I oh, think I so. Never come across this. There's also there's also used to be one next to Mornington Crescent Station, uh, um, opposite the infamous Coco. Again, where we used to go on a Saturday afternoon because they didn't ID. I hate that. Oh, again, afternoon purple turtle. That's a vibe. Oh, it was a vibe indeed. Yeah, you go, you go there. You have your fucking Malibu and Coke. Immediately, this, as soon this now is that recent. I know, this now, is why I go there. Now that I know that it's <laughs> a franchise, I'm bummed because I don't actually remember anything specific about the bar, but I just like knowing that there's a bar called the Purple Turtle in a place that sounds like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm hurt that that's a franchise. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. The one in Oxford is really obnoxious because it has uh, shots which are named after the different Oxford colleges, uh-huh. and so it's always full of like the like the. Big, like the biggest twats you can imagine Absolute your entire chins. life being like. <laughs> so notice that the uh, Balliol one is uh, significantly better than the Cats one. It's like no one fucking cares. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go out in the real world soon, sunshine. Um, and also what, the last time, the- I, last time I went there, uh, the, the one of the people I was with, uh, just just out of nowhere, like I basically just met them, and they looked mm. up at the ceiling and said, "There's a fire in here. We'll all die." And I was like, "Uh huh." Uh-huh. That's mm. probably true. <laughs> What's the vibe of the bar? What makes a purple turtle a purple turtle? 
Well, the or one more, in- well, what could well, we they do for hundreds what, of years? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bar could we make to closest but not quite impinge on their the one you know, the brand. one in Essex Road had a kind of non-specifically kind of alt vibe. Right. So like mm. yeah, so it had like tables, like one. it had like tables made out of like old pinball machines. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was full. It was like full of like full of like aging punks and aging goths and yeah. their like teenage girlfriends yes. that was the nice. that was the energy of the Essex Road Purple Turtle um, it was always really really dark sticky floors uh-huh. uh, of course at the time you could smoke inside so there was mm-hmm. like a kind of blue haze I vaguely remember that about that bar yeah I just remember liking it it was a nice place you know well, and the gig was good well well, it was good for back then. Turco, if you stick around London, I'll, I'll take you to a purple Let's turtle. Let's go to a fucking purple turtle, And you can turtle, see the mate. original. It's like yeah. seeing, it's like seeing like, the Road? mother purple turtle. Where's uh, Essex Road? Uh, just, just past Angel. And then all the other purple turtles come out of her and run towards the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then once a year at midnight, yes. it's a beautiful thing. Like you go out onto the sands uh-huh. and then just all these like little purple turtles. Little old punks with their teenage girlfriends. With their little Misfits t-shirts on yes, and B&H Really nice. out of their little mouths. So they come out of the sand and they drink their first Malibu Coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I saw a story in The Guardian about a, a turtle um, in Australia, maybe, like a little baby one that for like six days it was shitting plastic because there's all plastic in the ocean. But oh. like that was a whole story on The Guardian. We found a turtle, turtle and it was shitting plastic for like six days. <laughs> Shitting plastic is a really good, like, just, it's a really good way of describing how yeah, like, no, it was shit. shitting The headline plastic. was pooing. The headline was pooing. Uh-huh. The word pooing, uh, like the gerund form of the verb poo was in a headline of a Guardian article. And Amazing. I like that. There you go. Because yeah. I feel like, yeah, you can't really, in sort of informal English, you can't really use poo as a verb. No. You can use it as a noun. What would you say? Excreting. Shitting. I saw the shitting. <laughs> Pooing has yeah. three vowels in a row. It's really um, unsatisfying thing uh, to say. Voiding its vowels. Voiding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I assume in, Austra- in an Australian mm. news service you could say shitting, but, you know, we don't do things like I don't that think here. You, I don't think you could. I, I actually don't know what you maybe would say. Like, maybe poo- on, like, crikey. Poo is the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. On crikey news. Who is the final taboo? The poo taboo. Yeah. The poo. The poo. I just realised I didn't finish what I was saying about it being the rainy wedding. It's very important. It's mm-hmm. very important. So, the, like, there, there wasn't a rain forecast. It was supposed to be a really, really nice, it was supposed to be a really nice bank holiday August mm-hmm. weekend. And then, like, the like on the, the Thursday, it just started, like, bucketing down. And it was just going to, you could tell it was just going to stay like that for the next few days. And I was the, are going back through weather records of Reading festivals over the years like, oh. now. Yeah, this yeah, is the thing, yeah. Like every time it's an August bank holiday and it's nice weather, I'm just like, no, 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 fuck this, fuck this. Because teenagers going to Reading, going to Reading, they should have to cope through. Yeah, a rainy Reading. Like that's actually, as well. That's yeah. true, Milo. Should you offer like a month of free Patreon if anyone can correctly guess <laughs> Phoebe's age <laughs> from this story tried. from the they formative events tried. of her they life? They have tried and failed. <laughs> Triangulate. Um, um, yeah, well, they've look, seriously. Some people try. Some of the hogs. They've got a calendar. They've yeah. got little like push pins. They've got their little they still red string and fucking. Because occasionally I just lie. I just uh, put in a little. Uh, Oh, you just throw in a little red herring. A little red herring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The time when you said that you were there at the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Classic misdirection. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from that, Mrs. Roy, how did you like the play? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that's how I know who shot JFK. That's right. It was me. <laughs> John Milk's booth told you. <laughs> that's right. Also ageless. Mm. Yeah, so I was the only person in my in in my group of friends who had been perspicacious enough to take wellies with me. Perspicacious. Yeah, that's right, dude. That's right. I didn't know. I'm two hundred years old. <laughs> I only I only know what that word means because I looked it up last week because I remembered that quote from The Simpsons when Lisa's get like feels like she's getting dumb and she's like I can't stop nor can I yield relent or God only two synonyms I'm losing my perspicacity and I was like what does that word mean. And I looked it up, and now I know. Now you know. And no one else ever will, because I'm not going to say, because no, I'm don't. afraid that I'll get it wrong. Yeah, don't. Don't, don't say that. I was the only one who's perspicacious enough to bring wellies. Nobody else did. Everyone else was, like, tying plastic bags over their trainers, and they, they're going to be in for a really miserable few Why days. Why you don't like my bags? Sorry? Why you don't like my bags? It's also a Simpsons bit where Mo, the bartender, is just wearing uh, bags on his feet. Oh, I love that. I don't, um, I don't, know, I don't remember that quote. Um, it's like someone goes, for Christ's sake, man, put some shoes on. And he just goes, well, you don't like my bags? And like pans down to him wearing like bread bags on his feet. They make you put bags on your shoes at the archaeological museum in in Naples. And I'm sure they oh. only do it to fuck with tourists. Because there's no there's no appreciable reason why you shouldn't ca- be allowed Contamination? To- is some sort of contamination? Like, like, I guess stuff? so. But you do feel like an absolute fucking yeah. dickhead. Like kind of shuffling around the place with your little, yeah. your little like... They have special bags caps. for you. Yeah, they're little like mm. they have little bags for you. They look you. like bathing caps, and you put oh, them on your shoes, and you feel whoa, like a toddler. The Russians love those. They give them to you everywhere. Like if you go into like any kind of like municipal building or whatever, they give you that so much. They have a, you know how in English what, so there's what, no like word get, for those. Like getting a plane off off like off in Hawaii, and someone drapes a lay around your neck. It's like that. <laughs> the yeah. Russians show up in Moscow. They give you a little disgusting little, boots. <laughs> little disgusting shoes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They call them bahile. 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 Why do I, why do I know now? this word in Russian and I don't know the English <laughs> word? For little, 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 shoe I mean, bags, little shoe sacks. Mm. Little Google, Google Translate it. I don't have Cyrillic uh, script on my, on my telephone, but like I would love to know because, yeah, maybe we don't have a word for it. I th- don't think we have a word I for it. I wouldn't have thought so. I've never even heard of this. I reckon I've seen... It's where? like a shower cap for your feet. That was a good, yeah, a good, yeah. good yeah. explanation. Where, yeah. where I feel like I have put those on somewhere... Like maybe it was because you know how when you walk into some national park, shoe covers very boring. Yeah, bullshit. That's but fuck. Fuck off. Google. They made That's you put the them on word. at my uh, during the pandemic, like during the during the bit of the pandemic when stuff was open but like not properly. Uh, they made you wear the the shoe shower caps at my waxer, and I was just like, what do you think's what do you think's coming That's off my so trainers, funny. mate? Yeah, I've got yeah, a mask yeah, yeah. on. What do you want me to do? Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I haven't got like weird like if if I did have like viral shoes. Yeah. What, what do you we're doing involves you touching bag. my vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does yeah. this do the bit you're wearing? Well, that, was, that, was, that was the bit where they actually wouldn't do any waxing. They would just touch yeah. your vagina and then send you home. COVID it was loves a the nightmare. vagina. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could use a wax. All right, off you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was the only one who had wellies. And so I was obviously mm. feeling very pleased with myself. And I was like dancing around with my wellies, it's like hard. pointing at my wellies, mm. doing a little dance, like BB coded behavior, yeah, sure. Cackling like rumple stiltskin, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, obviously what happens is I misjudge misjudge a step, stand in what I thought was a quite shallow puddle, was the deepest puddle I've ever seen in my entire life. I suspect it was like it was like a puddle it was like the puddle in a what's that film about the people who go underground, there are things without eyes. Uh, uh, the, the Descent. Hobbit. The Descent. <laughs> yeah, also, <laughs> also The Hobbit. I wanted a the stupid descent. suggestion. I was trying to be stupid, but that actually it was like, it was like the holes, holes in the uh, Descent. Anchorman. And my <laughs> foot goes in and literally 
muddy water oh man and that's a nightmare like now you're just you have trench foot and my wellies have water in them as well and that's that's the situation that there's no no remedy capacity for drying them out no No one was sympathetic because i've been doing this because i've been this dickhead that was doing this little dance and there were these like kind of this like weird cottage industry that like grow like kind of mushroomed up where people were like selling wellies for like 200 quid and people were paying it because they're just like i just i need to keep my feet dry um and so yes and no one was sympathetic yeah Uh that's brutal i there was a music festival in australia just the other week called splendor in the grass Mm. and it got rain because i don't know if you guys have seen the news but the east like northeast coast of australia has flooded like four times since the start of the year um Mm. just like crazy la nina shit Oh, well, that's that's probably um, nothing to worry about. Yeah, I know. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's great. Yeah, it's so once in a generation event, it's happened this, four times. Yeah. Always, always telling, talking always, about how it's affected the lettuce harvest. Yes, in it, it really has. And you can't get lettuce in Australia. No, there's apparently. a place apparently they're replacing lettuce with cabbage and a lot of fast food joints. Yeah. Yeah, like burgers and, you can and get shit. cabbage in your KFC chicken yeah. burger. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, this festival. People are always telling us to stay hydrated. Like, why are they bitching about a bit of water? Yeah, get the water and fucking, and it's burning before. What's the problem? Yeah, so I can't remember whose joke burning. that is, but that's someone's joke. I think that might be Patrice O'Neill maybe or something, whatever. But, uh, yeah, the, the festival was rained out. And I was surprised. It was like rained out, I think, the first night people were waiting until like 5 a.m. in their cars to get in and it was all fucked. And then the first day of the festival was cancelled, but then the Saturday and the Sunday were on. But it was all in the news. And I was surprised at how many people brought Wellingtons. Like all Mm. of my friends who went, like a bunch of comedians went to perform there. And it seemed that they all had brought wellies. And I was like, how did you know? I would all, I'm, I'm so glad. I was thinking about going and I didn't, but I like, I'm so glad that I did because I know I would have forgotten to bring Wellington. There's no fucking way. You know, mm. yeah, mm. and I actually would have hated you for having those Wellingtons there. I mean, that's yeah. really forethought. Yeah, correctly. Hate resent it. Yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome <laughs> to yeah another episode of Masters of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the hit '90s sitcom Seinfeld. Boo! Um, I'm Milo Edwards. Someone's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And uh, this week, this time. It's not really a week, this one. It doesn't really come out on a weekly basis. Um, it's What's the Deal? There is no What's the Deal theme tune. We can't play it. No. Um, and joining us, if you haven't guessed by now, it's um, all the way from Down Under. Yeah. Aiden Taco Jones. Yeah, big, fat Australian man, Aiden Taco Jones. All the way from where they make <laughs> the tacos. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking idiots driving your car. Or whatever you're doing, not you guys. I mean, the people listening to the podcast. Yeah, right. No, we're yeah. the only smart people here. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. We've got all the smart people in the world in yes, one in, in one, one room. room to talk about yeah. the worst TV show in the history. Vices of get wind of this. <laughs> Phoebe was like, it was really sweet. Phoebe was genuinely trying to like defend. I was just like saying that I didn't like Seinfeld, and rather than just being like shut up or whatever, she was like, "No, but like maybe you haven't seen the right ones." But you haven't. You've I seen know, one it's, episode it's so in nice, season two. It's so nice that you care. <laughs> shut up. That means that you, you care up. about no, me. No, no, you shut up. Yeah, I don't care about you. you. I don't kind of care about you. Feelings <laughs> and thoughts, and they inhabit your body. You've seen one episode in season two. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see more of the show. You, Who are those people? <laughs> all right, all right, okay. You do. <laughs> To see more of the <laughs> What's show. the deal with people who don't like my show? That's true. Yeah. It's a good question. Mm. What if ISIS find out about us? Oh. Mm. 
Well, of course, I'm, I'm sure we've spoken on the show about the time I had to email Abby Bakker al Baghdadi as part of a bet. Yeah, you have. You've you've mentioned that. What? Who's that? Um, I had to tell. I had to tell the story to Olga the other night when we were in Manchester doing a show because I didn't realise that. Basically, we got there. We got to the show, and she's talking to the promoter. And she said something about someone having a lot on their plate. And then I, with a sort of knowing wink to Olga, went, much like Abu Bagger al-Baghdadi. And then <laughs> and then they they both turned to me and went, what? And I was like, obviously not expecting the promoter to get this. But I was like, surely oh, Olga, Olga was going to get Given it. that we've done podcasts and such together for years, I'm like, I must have told Olga this story. But Olga's like fully confused. And, I'm like, and so then I tell her the story, which is that uh, my friends and I at university used to play a game called Tell Them. Where if you said anything about someone behind their back and you failed to say yes. safety, yes. someone could say, tell them and you'd have to tell them. Now, obviously, like the entry level version of this is saying like, oh, she looks tired or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the funnier version is like weird and abstruse things. Yes. So I remember once my friend Finn was walking on the street and a guy cycled past and she turned to my friend Spencer and pointed at this guy and went, that's James Hunt. And then he went, tell him. So she had to like chase him up the street yelling, you're James Hunt. There's <laughs> 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 James Hunt. Oh, some dickhead, I don't know. Oh, just like a person. She must have been talking of... about him or something, and then he and happened then to like, ride that's past. that guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's awesome. So what did um, you say about uh, uh, Omar Jalili Baghdadi behind his back? <laughs> yeah, I was talking about the comedian Omar Jalili. <laughs> um, uh, no, so we were t- having some sort of discussion about ISIS. I don't know. And then... I, I can't even remember the context, but I, I said something to the effect of, well, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi seems like he's got a lot on his plate. Yeah. And then someone went, tell him. And I'm like, how am I meant to do that? And they're like, I don't know, that's your problem. So I was like, probably on a number of lists at this point. Yeah. I had to like trawl the internet trying to find a plausible email address uh-huh. for Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. And who is point, he? He's an ISIS. He was like, he's the dead he- now, but he was guy. the he was like the ISIS commander in chief. Uh-huh. ISIS big kahuna. Yeah. And so I sent her an email so where, being like, the- uh, you seem like you got a lot on your plate at the moment. What was <laughs> all the best? What was this process? How did you go about, fi- like, I mean, how does one go about finding an this ISIS? Thing. Like, I love the idea man. of him just being like, look, mm. okay, you know, people like, LinkedIn. obviously, like, I've got to, LinkedIn, I've got yeah. to stay a little bit under the radar, but people still need to contact me, so I'm going to set up an email address, right? Okay, I love ISIS. Yeah, G- yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 uh, death to the West. Yeah. Uh, uh, long live the caliphate. No, I'm just going to go, go with my name. I'm just going to go with my name. Wouldn't just it be go with my name. Uh, just get an a interesting address? No one will ever find you. An <laughs> interesting turn of events to be like accidentally radicalized after like a bet that you had with your, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm going to find exchange. him, and then you like go you down to. You know what? To, like we actually got talking, and yeah, something you know, insane, really compelling guy, bit, and just like we went out for sense. some food. He's a, he's he's charismatic. Yeah. I'll mm. tell you who James Hart is. He's the son of the guy who invented the emergency exit. What? You know the emergency exit? Correct. Yeah. The, the, of you course, know, the glows, green thing. The mm. inventors, this guy James Hart's dad. What? That, I, I know, I know that, that you're doing a bit, but I'm not actually quite sure what the bit is. What's the bit? Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be funny if his dad invented the emergency right. exit. Oh, because I, I guess someone, someone <laughs> would have had to invented the emergency exit sign. Yeah. Where do you think that came from? I think that was like a, a OH&S imperative, you know, mm, someone who was yeah. necessity being the mother of invention in that case. It was case. very, very briefly on the uh, Wikipedia. I was trying to invent a regular exit, but then they yeah. were in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> it was very briefly on the Wikipedia page of this guy I knew at university. So his housemate set him up a Wikipedia page nice. as like as like his birthday present. 
Uh, it like That's stayed cute. up for like ten minutes, yeah. but he was like, "I've got to have think of something that he's got that he should be having oh, with beautiful." And then, and you then came up it. with uh, yeah, <laughs> he nice. the emergency exit, and then, and then, then took someone, that down. Yeah, someone fact checked. Wikipedia uh, fascists. Yeah, I told you. I've told you about this guy, the one who uh, claimed that he was allowed to write a thesis about um, about gay representation because he'd bought himself a pair of cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, yeah, I do, I do recall this, yeah, um, yeah. He was what he bought a pair of cowboy boots, and they were like, "That's enough." I've seen he, the film Brokeback Mountain, he and a pair I think. of cowboy yeah, yeah, yeah. boots, and he was like, "I feel like I am now inhabiting the queer experience." Oh yeah, nice. so it's chill for me to write. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. That's like when I spent doctrine. one night in uh, Sunderland sleeping at a train station, and I was like, "You know what? I understand." Yeah, what these people go through. Mm, well, the yeah. people of Sunderland. Yeah. <laughs> You had gravy with every meal, and then you were like, and you know I what? You know what? I yeah, am going to mismanage my football club down you to the third tier. You went back in your house, tier. and you went, you know what? I think pink seats actually look okay. Yeah, is that a Sunderland thing? No, it's a, um, at the uh, at Sunderland FC's home ground. They have, they have seats, these, the they Stadium have, of Light. They have, yeah, exactly, the Stadium of Light. They have, well, they had red seats, uh-huh. but they got sun bleach, and so oh, now they're, so now they're funny. pink. Um, mm. Sucked well, in. Yeah, yeah. Stadium of Light has its drawbacks. <laughs> so then they kind of, <laughs> then they, but like Sunderland fans, who are a charming bunch, yeah. you've, got to, you've, got to, you've got to hand it to you're them. You're not a glory hunter if you're a Sunderland no. fan. No, you? no, you're you committed really, to the really, really yes. no, You are like, honestly, like, you are so committed to supporting a banter side that you've got Sun- to respect it. Sunderland, Sunderland started, have never been out of their banter era. They started no. the trend, the current ubiquitous trend of like tell all behind the scenes football documentaries. Mm, yeah. That Sunderland yeah, All yeah, or yeah. Nothing. The Sunderland was documentary is fucking great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first yeah. one. So now <laughs> Amazon is. It was nothing. It was nothing. I think they've taken out the pink seats now. But, um, oh, that's I, soft. In fact, I think there was a period of time when you could like. Buy a pink seat. <laughs> Just like have it in That's your house. Nice. I read a lovely article about most of my personality, by the way, is reading just obscure Guardian articles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, here's another one. I read an article about a guy who bought one of the old turnstiles from the stadium in the town where he mm-hmm. grew up. Yeah. And then he got it delivered to his house. And all the other blokes on his street were like, loved it and like came up and looked at it and stuff. And he had like a part of his fucking history and they had to like lift it over the gate to get it into his garden. And he just now has this archaic big metal turnstile. I think it I was think you maybe should replace the front door of your house with it. I think you that's should go for fucking it. Fucking awesome, <laughs> isn't it? I think it was maybe it was York FC, something like that, you know. But they're yeah. they're old fucking. You'd have trouble staying dry if you had a turnstile. If you had a turnstile for a thing, yeah, you'd have mm. to put like uh, some you sort have of perspex before or after the turnstile, I guess. Yeah, yeah but, but then, then that's that, a bit of a cop out, isn't and it? And also, that is that is not respecting the majesty of the turnstile. No, mm. put you a would door wanna, in front oh, of it. Oh, you know who? You know what? This would be great for grand designs. You know, <laughs> the guy is like that was his whole thing, and so he's like, "I won't budge on it. I'm going to have the turnstile at the front of my house. <laughs> Three million dollars over budget. <laughs> <laughs> turnstile. That would be a fun cut. Like the entire the entire house is based on the concept of a turnstile. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, and the a, turnstile. Rotates in the wind and it generates green energy. Yeah, <laughs> if I just have like, just like the most like to be the- building the most normal terraced house. Yeah, and all of your money is just being poured the into turnstile. the into the insane turnstile project. Kevin McLeod is furious. The turnstile is a metaphor for this man's rotating fortunes in the world of finance, yeah. which are mm. currently rotating towards ruin. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did a we did a Britonology episode about grand designs where we watched the one where the guy's trying to build the fucking lighthouse on the coast in Devon and it's and it's like the people call it the worst episode of grand designs ever because it takes him like 20 years. It destroys his marriage. Fuck like yeah. he's like millions of pounds in debt by the end of it. Oh, and then there's so just good. this there's just this scene at the end where cuz like when he starts building it he's got these two girls who are like 8 and 10 and by the end of it they're both like graduated like at work. Um, wow. And then they're sat there, and they're and they're like, it's such a funny scene where they're, they're like, "You've got to finish this house, Dad." I know Mum didn't believe in it, but like, fuck that bitch! Like, you've Whoa. got to finish this. It's just so they're really like you... the most like divorced man in history. That's what I love about Brit about um about Grand Designs guests. They're either like hard faced suburban middle class people mm. who are just like just like the worst fucking cunts you've ever seen in your life or they're like the kind of temporarily dispossessed like granddaughter of the last earl of norfolk uh-huh. that's it those are the two options that you have yeah. on grand designs man imagine building like the feeling of spending the first night in that lighthouse you know that like is inherently a solitary but no one ever had a happy you know like childhood in a lighthouse it's no. a solitary mm. man's domain and you build it unless you're the family from Round the Twist. Yes, that's or true. That's a great family. Australia reference. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm. On oh, the Lighthouse family, we are gonna. That's the one, right? Yeah. yeah. Forever yeah. and me. Unless it's about the marriage. Yeah. yeah. But you're like, it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. A lighthouse does not contain a married man, and a a, a marriage it's, does it's, not it, survive the construction it's, it's of a lighthouse. Not, it's not the ideal storage container for a marriage no. man. No. This no. just reminded me of an iconic story about the lighthouse family. It was tangentially about the lighthouse family, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, one, one of my ex girlfriends. I'll invite people to guess who. Um, uh, her her mum was basically single the entire time she was growing up, and mm-hmm. um, she'd like one year. I mean, this the, the ex girlfriend in question must have been like very young, maybe like six or seven or something. Uh-huh. Her mum had made some offhanded comment about liking the Lighthouse family, and she sh- sent her mum a Valentine's card purporting to be from the entire Lighthouse <laughs> family. <laughs> <laughs> it was like fully passing it off as like, yeah, mum, the Lighthouse family. So, that's very cute. Oh, that is funny. very cute. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Lighthouse family. Got some good songs. Do they? Yeah. They do. They do have they? some good songs. Well, yeah. They've like, got one. Ocean they've Drive. got one good song. Ocean Did you know Drive? others? Yeah. yeah. There's at least two or three um, uh, Lighthouse Family. Uh, what's the what's the uh, what's the real what's like? Because High is like the really good like euphoric yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Like like honestly, like you put like people can pretend to be as cool as they like. You put High by oh, the Lighthouse yeah, singing, Family on at the afters. How are you? Everyone is singing. Some people sing? are crying. Yeah. It's like it is a bang. What's the what, other one? called? What's the other big one called? Um. Well, Ocean Drive is the other big one, surely. Yeah. Ocean Drive. Sun's going to shine on everything we do. Yeah. I don't know that song. How old is Phoebe? She knows a lot of Lighthouse Family songs. Are you familiar with that song, Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you listened Steps. to their other music? It's crazy. It is the same song. Isn't that by Steps? No, it's not Steps. No, it's five, six, seven, eight. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That that Cotton Eye Joe song. There was a very brief, very weird period of time where like square dancers were like sort of invading the. I, the I remember charts. there was a there was a talent show at my primary school when I was about eight, 
which is the first time I ever did stand-up comedy, which is what a fucking nerd oh. I am. Oh, that's adorable. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's um, so cute. And But uh, pretty much every other entry was various groups of girls dancing primarily to Cotton Eye Joe. Yes. I think there were like four separate performances of Cotton Eye Joe. Because George was telling me this story about how like one of the big, thi- like, the big things that you do when you're growing up in Cornwall is you go to lots of barn dances because there's fucking nothing else to do. As they call it in Cornwall. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's, <laughs> that is correct. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, be like, great. He's just like, like, like everyone, like everyone from like everyone from around, like round about, like, like kids, parents, like, ev- like everyone, like everyone there, like you know, do- like doing the you know arm hook thing to Cotton Eye Joe. And so I said, like, just like as a kind of to be a kind of a mean joke. And I said, you do know that like Cotton Eye Joe is actually like a super racist song. And he was like, no, don't say that. And I was like, no, 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 I'm just joking. And I looked it up, and it is. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> It is problematic, so unfortunately. I... And he was like, why did you say this? And I was like, I thought I was joking. I'm really oh. sorry. I thought I was joking. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> such a great... So laden with meaning as a sentence. So can I, can I, I'm going to put Cotton Eye Joe on and then yeah, I want to put it. their other song on okay, so yeah. you can see what I'm talking about. Can you look about. up the other Lighthouse Family songs? Because it's going to yeah, drive I me will nuts absolutely otherwise. do that. All right, here's mm. Cotton Eye Joe. Okay. All right, great. So that's that's their song, Cotton Eye Joe. Mm-hmm. Now here is another song called Old Pop in an Oak. It's so, 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 music. so safe to say they've got a style. Yes. This is the thing. Like, they've got a style. They've got one poor chord progression. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, is this going to be like a kind of di- like mid-period Dylan-esque ballad? And that would be just like a just <laughs> massive different, like different route no, that they took. literally the exactly music, the same song. Of Leonard Cohen. Find me some oh, yes, yes, Lighthouse yes. family. Oh, you know what's really annoying? I fucking mm. keep forgetting to re-enable my Google Assistant because it's so fun to go, okay, Google, and then ask <laughs> your phone. And then it's like, the Lighthouse family are shit or whatever, you know. So it's unclear whether or not the Lighthouse family actually actually would have been living in a lighthouse. They might have just mm. liked lighthouses. Uh, oh, they may from, have done, They're yeah. from Newcastle upon Tyne. Are yeah. they? Not the to be confused with family. Newcastle under Lyme. We are the Lighthouse family. The Lost in Space. <laughs> you like my little brother. That's not what I'm thinking of. Lifted. Lifted. That's we what could I'm be lifted. Of. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, from That's shadow. from '95, and High was from '97. High was from an album called Postcards from Heaven. Yeah. That's nice. Well, I danced Postcards to it at my wedding. Postcards from Heaven is such a dark yeah. title. <laughs> so dark. Oh yeah, you dead mm. kid. That's why Eric Clapton got a few of those, I think. Mm. Fuck me. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was thinking about Eric Clapton the other day. I was at my mate's. <laughs> Fuck, I did. This was a private thought that I had to myself. Yeah. I was staying at my mate's house in Barcelona and he has a really nice view, but the window doesn't have any bars on it. Uh-huh. And I just thought, oh, yeah. Well, a, li- a lighthouse would be the absolute worst place for Eric for Clapton a kid like to Eric be living. Yeah. Son. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if you've got a kind of that kind of like Juliet window type situation, if, yeah. it's, got, if it's got the bars, obviously. Uh, so if it hasn't got the bars, that's Clapton. If it's got the bars, Michael Jackson. Yes, there we go. Do you reckon there's a, an architectural watershed moment pre and post Clapton? Like that mm. post Clapton, you're never going to have those windows without the bars, mm. surely. What, you think those mm. bars are called like the Clapton, Clapton bars? bars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clapton bar syndrome. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. 
Oh man, that's oh god, funny. that's awful. No, get rid of that. <laughs> I didn't say the that. The Clapton just... bars is really funny. Yeah, he's <laughs> had like an ahal architectural thing named after him. This mm. is the thing. Like, you don't want stuff named after you. It always, it's always for a yeah, bad it's reason. Never a good thing. No one's mm. like, no one's like, oh yeah, like we like we're like we're gonna we're like we're writing a new medical textbook and we want to like we want to name the condition of being really hot and awesome and we're going to yeah. name it after you <laughs> Phoebe yeah, syndrome yeah we're going to put Phoebe yeah, syndrome yeah, that's just yeah. when you're too hot yeah. when the pussy really pops yeah <laughs> that's, that's Phoebe syndrome right yeah. there <laughs> pop so much they make you wear shoe covers <laughs> you can't be too careful you can't be too careful you can't be too careful maybe that's what they are maybe it's a pussy containment facility and mm. that's why you need it in the archaeological museum in Naples no, I can't. I, I've got a long shift at the PCF today. Mm-hmm. Pussy containment facility. Yep. Yeah. yeah, sick. That would be fun. Burying the pussy deep underground and leaving those uh-huh. mysterious warnings like nothing of value is stored here. Yeah. Then like Jamiroquai shows up, sings a little song. What's that reference to? Deeper underground. Oh, <laughs> very good. Wasn't I was that... thinking like I was thinking like Chernobyl and all these like scientists are crawling around with you know fine-tuned machinery. Yep. Like checking on the decay of the pussy for wearing very <laughs> yeah, yeah wearing very like carefully locked in jocks oh yes. <laughs> like all yeah, of them yeah, yeah, got yeah, to, yeah. you've got to yeah because like if you're because like if, if you get any of the pussy on you if the yeah yeah, like, yeah if you get like if you get like depleted uranium on your pussy yeah that's gonna turn into like or a super pussy depleted <laughs> pussy on uranium engines then it's gonna turn into a super pussy. This guy was exposed to super pussy for around five and a half minutes while he was allowing his colleagues to escape. He nutted himself to death in the hospital. <laughs> he wanted himself. Later. He nutted himself. <laughs> himself. He did too big of a cum. He never <laughs> recovered. Yeah. <laughs> they were cleaning it worst up the hospital ceiling die. for days. Yeah. There are worse ways they, to die, know, my they man. Set, they set him up on a Lucasade drip. I would love just, to die from Lucasade drip. Just couldn't get his electrolytes back. <laughs> I'd love to die from doing too big of a cum. That sounds oh. just so pleasant. Like Richard Pryor's dad. Did he do that? Well, that's the, the, the oh, like a really he... old Richard Pryor joke about his dad died. He had a heart attack while having sex. Oh, I think cheating yes. on Richard Pryor's mother. And the line was, motherfucker came and went. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So it's if good. you died from having too big a cum, would you want uh, that to be named after you? Like, oh, as yeah, a way of going? Like, yeah, the, the, uh, the Jones, what would it be called? The Aiden situation? The Jones situation? The situation. <laughs> that sounds like a situation or a fucking, you know? Taco syndrome. Taco syndrome. Taco yeah, yeah, yeah. Taco Tacosis. syndrome is coming yourself to mm. death after being, after being exposed to the super pussy. To the super pussy. Like, what happens if you are, like, if you're in, like, a superhero universe uh-huh. where, like, yeah. you got to watch out for stuff because otherwise you could get turned into something. Oh, yes. Like, mm. be constantly vigilant, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. if you know you live in the universe where there is Spider-Man, wouldn't you be just, like, so anxious just stepping outside your house? Like, I don't want to turn into something. I don't want to uh-huh. turn into a bug. Like, what if you... Like, it's what a very annoying a universe bug? into which to be a guy who, like, steals car stereos. Yeah, for example. Like, they're oh, not hurting anyone. The fucking, yeah, the the fucking, fucking prick is here like, again. I, feel, I feel like you should be spending more of your time addressing the material conditions in which we all live. Yeah. Rather yeah, than uh, bothering people. Spider-Man. Rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. bothering people who are, who are just committing crimes of desperation and poverty. Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah. But I don't want to have to tell you, but Spider-Man is a reactionary. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's, okay. He's everything that Robin Hood wasn't. You know. What if, okay, what if you are in that universe and only part of your body becomes superpowered? 
Oh, what do you mean? Like if it's a defective radioactive spider? For example. Yeah. What a like huge, just like a really shit mandibles. one, like a runt one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just turns your dick into a spider-sized dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, no, man. Yeah. Like, and I had a human dick. You start being you able to go like. Go around searching for the. Spider with a human dick is going along. Go around searching for the super spider pussy. You start being able to legitimately throw rope. That's oh, what, nice. That's what's going on yeah, with your spider man. dick. Yeah, if you had a spider dick, then exposure to the super pussy wouldn't wouldn't bother you at all. <laughs> yeah. In fact, the spider dick is the only person who can tolerate the super pussy. Yes. That's right. But yeah, like, uh, an orb spider would do really well yeah. making a nest inside the super pussy. Oh, oh no, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> it's a sort of disembodied super pussy, I think. That's the yeah, it's just, a, it's just a pussy. Could a, could a, disembo- could a super pussy detach really, itself from your body? I think all super pussies. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Taco. <laughs> yeah. Don't realize though. Don't realize you're fucking yeah, a, a big old on this show. Big femo. <laughs> I'm sorry for talking over you. No, no, it's um, <laughs> a woman. <laughs> to, <laughs> to tell you how I great I think women are. All pussies are super. I think all women are hot. And they should say it. Got ODB in the house. I don't. Do I mean ODB? ADB? Old Dirty OD- Bastard. Yeah. Oh, ODB. I thought you said ADB. ODB? What did ODB. he say? Um, At the start of uh, Got Your Money. Uh-huh. That's ODB, isn't it? ODB and Khalees. Yeah, baby, I got your money. This yeah. is for the pretty girls, all the pretty girls, and the ugly girls too, because to me, you're pretty anyway, baby. Oh, nice. Feminist praxis from Old nice. Dirty Bastards. Yeah, man. And a good chat up line. <laughs> and, the, and the ugly <laughs> yeah. girls and too, because you let me do more to you because of low self-esteem. Yeah. Oh, mate. That's a, that's a, that is, that's a real neg, isn't it? You're ugly, but I like it, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is that a neg or is that just being yeah, rude just to being, a stranger? I, I mean, don't they're know. one and the same. Well, I think that is basically what negging is. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I think negging it is. Has, to have, like, has to have like the kernel of a compliment in it. But I think yeah. it does because they're saying like, you're ugly, but I still would. It's kind of, it has the kernel of a compliment in it. Yeah. That's still not it doesn't ne- lead with no, the compliment. No, 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 it's in still a not negging. negging has to lead with the compliment, like, but ne- have and the, also, like, the ne- Trojan horse. You are ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Negging has to like, has to has to like ma- manipulate the person uh-huh. into wanting to like into developing get, a need for your approval. Yeah, to get yeah. back to the point at which they were being given the compliment. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you just say you're ugly, then they're going to be like, "Well, you're a cunt." Uh huh. So yeah, well, I'm glad that to see another student of the great Neil Strauss is uh, on the podcast. <laughs> like mm. you know, everything must be studied. That's yeah. my <laughs> that's my position. Uh, look, okay. Look, I feel like neither of you are interested enough in the idea of what a super pussy would entail. Mm-hmm. What would it entail? I don't know. That's oh. why I brought up as a question. Like, what I want to know is, could you de- first of all, could you detach a super, super pussy and send it out to fight crime? I think a super pussy mm. is disembodied. That's how I. It see has it. to be disembodied. Yeah. So it. So you it doesn't belong to anyone. So you get you like encounter whatever it is that makes you go super, and but in a localised part of your body, yeah. and then it becomes disembodied. I imagine what? the super <laughs> pussy as just being like a floating pussy and maybe like the beginnings Created of like the legs. Created in a lab by accident. And, and it's like, it's not enormous, but it's like as big as me. Does it have legs? No. Can it see? It floats around and it perceives. Can it fly? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And but it's it can't got a little, see. It's got a little ring of like stardust and shiny around it. it? 
I don't think it needs to eat. That's it's, it's super. It doesn't need anything, and it doesn't want anything. But so it like helps a kind of real being of like, its yeah, own so like whim. A, so like a like one of the choirs of angels is the super person. Yeah. 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 The but it does have a physical yeah. form, yeah. Okay. and you can fuck it. You can fuck it. Yeah, you bet. You, you bet. just it will kill you. <laughs> you, you bet you your sweet ass. You can definitely yeah, fuck you can uh, fuck it. Yeah, my man. You can fuck it. high fiving. Yeah. You can you fuck can't it. You can see us, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're right, 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 yeah. yeah. You can fuck it in the same way that you can watch the videotape from the ring. Yes. It will yeah. bring about your own doom. But you but can it's do worth it. it, man. And bro, and then you'll, what you'll, doom? Like, seriously, if you're the person who dies fucking the super pussy, you're going to get something named after you. Yeah. Straight a fucking way. Yeah, that's Imagine the letterboxed page for the the videotape from the ring. Just people earnestly discussing like what they thought of the videotape that killed them. Like, oh, what the, like the what actual the themes thing. Yeah, were. yeah, 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 yeah. Some like fucking loser just being like, it just really just does not have the folk horror inflection of Midsummer. Mm. It does pass the Bechdel test, though. But the super pussy doesn't because she can't speak. No, and there's no other women for her to speak to. That's sad. The super what pussy she... possibly is genderless, although I mean, ca- surely, yeah, yeah. Not, not technically a woman. Uh, gender doesn't exist at all, actually. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I've been schooled on the subject of the. It's true. Pop it's that. true. It's true. Like the the super pussy does not necessarily need to be female. I think we're thinking of it as female. Yes. Oh, I, th- I, 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 I even actually pus- forgot that line of reasoning. I, think I was the just super saying, super pussy is 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 cis. I think. You think the super pussy is cis? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it belonged to a cis woman before it detached. Yeah. Okay. You would think that. Like obviously, <laughs> great love and respect for our for our trans sisters and brothers. Yeah. But mm. just on this one particular occasion, I yeah. think you've got yeah. to let the cis girls have this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I would say we'll, so. I will allow you. I think that's fair. Thanks, thanks, lads. I'm glad yeah. that you. No, I think <laughs> I'm glad that you. Uh, the uh, the administers yes. of, uh, of, really of trans worried. issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was that Republican congresswoman who tweeted like this week or last week. <laughs> there were no pronouns in the Constitution, and then followed it up with or in the Bible. <laughs> Oh. And it was just such a perfect shit post. Mm. Which are is there no a... pronouns in the Bible? There are so many pronouns Surely. in the Bible. E, it's fucking e. riddle. Oh my god, it's not even like the start the, of the, Genesis. The declaration, he was the word. The Declaration of Independence begins with we. Taco. <laughs> <laughs> it begins with a pronoun. Taco, it's not even heaps. It's a fuck ton. It's a dick load. It's a f- it's, it's an, an absolute pussful you know of what? pronouns. I, you know what? I'm not sure I've ever heard an Australian use that SI unit. A dickload. Did I I've say dickload? I've had fuck ton. Oh. I've had heaps. Yeah, heaps. But di- mm. but did like, I say dickload? You did say dickload. Nice. Yeah. That's how like frictionless my use of that word is. I didn't even notice. The, the super pussy interrupts. The Australian super pussy interrupts Spider-Man and goes, I'm not here to fuck spiders. <laughs> 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 and Spider-Man just looks dejected and like, yeah. kind of shuffles off. I've not got the spider dick. <laughs> um, a little while ago, I was at a party and uh, um, somebody, like somebody who I don't know very well, was like, uh, like, and I thought this was a really weird question to ask someone. So I feel like what happened next was their fault and not mine. I'm glad you've clarified that mm-hmm. up top. Okay, it's a weird Before question. For the story, yeah. So they, so they said, haven't seen you for a while. How's it going? What you've been thinking about? Wow. And I was well, like, that is that's weird. a wild question. And I was like, okay, you want to know what I've been thinking about? Uh-huh. I want to know if you've got a vagina dentata, do you have to take it to the dentist? 
That's what a I want. Vagina dentata. Ooh. What yeah. is that? Oh, it's a vagina lined with teeth. Is that real? No. Oh. <laughs> is that real, Taco? I no. might be. I don't know, man. The world is a confusing place to me. You know, I don't know what things are anymore. <laughs> Someone just told me the other day that if you're a man and you fuck another man, that doesn't mean that you're gay. Like, you might not be gay or bi or any, you know? You might not be gay. That doesn't you make might, sense to you me. You might just like fucking men. I don't know. I, I, li- I like Sometimes they're nice. I, <laughs> I, nice I love faces. This, I love this stage of discourse where you've gotten to a point where like nothing nothing is allowed to mean anything. Yeah. You can be like, just because you fucked a man, that doesn't mean you doesn't, fucked a man. Yeah, That's called yeah, Pericles' yeah. law. And so yeah. there might be fucking people with pussies and teeth like that to me. I'm like, look, I'll believe, like, I, I'll accept that. But that means I will accept any yeah, other but proposition. What, but like, I'm but not. I'm offering no yeah, rhetorical resistance like to the, anything. Like the first one is like a matter of cultural semantics, and yeah. the second one is a like but what is scary a scary monster. What is a tooth? What is though? a tooth? Great question. Culturally, you know, yeah. <laughs> if you, if you tweeted right now, uh, there's no such thing as a vagina with teeth. I think it wouldn't be long before someone, someone said, said another well, straight actually, man yeah. trying to tell us yeah, about right, vaginas. Trying to legislate vagina dentata oh, out of existence. Oh God! But um, mm. I mean, but then how have you said vagina dentata? Because that so aptly describes what you're talking about. Because it's like it was a, a kind horror of movie. It, well, well, yeah, but like before oh, that, it? there's like a kind of there's a, it's a folk horror concept. Oh, it's like the pussy gonna, yeah, the pussy yeah. gonna eat a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's like a kind of. Like it's a kind of misogynist, yeah, like kind of imaginative right. bet noir. The idea uh, that like secretly there are some women who've got who like pa- yeah. packing a set of jewels. Thou, thou shouldst not go away with her, my friend, lest yeah. ye be uh, full prey to her vagina dentata. Chew your dick off. Yeah. But yeah, so say you got teeth in your vagina. Is that it sounds the like same? an Australian phrase for someone who's really boring. Oh, mate, she'll chew your she'll dick off. She'll chew your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That one, uh, that one there, she's got teeth uh, in her vagina. What yeah, do you mean yeah, by yeah. that? I don't... What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means uh, she hasn't got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have braces on your <laughs> vagina teeth. Yeah. Well, what if they're crooked? You they're might need wonky. to... Yeah. Well, your wisdom vagina teeth come through. <laughs> and, uh, I'm ass- okay, so I'm assuming that you've got to clean them. Sure. Just like you need to clean your teeth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you think about it, the teeth are a spectacularly poorly evolved yes. thing. Yeah, but you yeah, got, yeah. Like, you got to clean them, otherwise they'll develop a, like a bunch of holes. It's true. Christians are always talking about eyes. They're not talking about fucking teeth, are yeah. they? You know? And what about these cunts? Yeah. They're shit. What the fuck? They're mm. shit out. These are like, <laughs> like, these are, like, teeth, I think disprove evolution by natural yeah, selection totally. like you want to like you want to say you want to come up with like oh god thing. like god did it like god did it all yeah like what if god just like at the end was just like oh well, they've got to, ah they've got to eat with something haven't they ah oh, okay give them give them give them these give yeah, them these. yeah he just had like a broken plate on his floor and, yeah and then you get some like a f- fucking kind of middle management angel coming up to you and saying look okay so we've given them the teeth but they've got to like they require a lot of upkeep. They've mm. got to go to a special guy, so you've got to invent a guy for them mm-hmm. to go to mm-hmm. to look after their teeth. Like every time they eat, they're gonna get like stuff in between Little them. Bits. Like, could we like maybe upgrade the teeth? teeth. And God's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Uh-huh. But then he's like inventing a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, and then it's, so it just turns into like a kind of Microsoft. And thing. Then he he misheard like, the middle management. We're bringing it out. We're bringing it out. We're bringing it out. Yes. And they still just haven't. Clippy, like it looks like you're trying to invent teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try to invent yes. a dentist instead. Well, remember we don't. We no longer cite Clippy because, as determined in the last episode, 
that we did of this clippy yeah, is a Nazi. Yeah, he is a Nazi. Oh, is he a Nazi? Yeah. Or at least Nazi yeah, he adjacent. Was, he was brought over after the war to work for NASA. <laughs> He's a sympathizer. Clippy, if you think about it, is kind of like a metal pussy. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got the shape. You could probably mm. fuck a paperclip, I reckon. Okay, okay. What do you With mean? With my okay. what, do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean it's got the shape? I mean, is like, that the shape abstract, that you think a vagina is? Uh, it's the shape that a vagina is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, in an abstract sense, you know, it's like a, it's like a fucking little swirl there, and it's kind of like it could long. It just as easily be like an ear. Yeah. I yeah, it's correct. More, it, it, or like it, the inside of a kidney. Ear is more asymmetrical. Yeah, sure. Okay. Than a, than a, than a paper. Whereas I feel like the vagina being being symmetrical largely yeah. is closer to a paperclip than an ear. Yes. Also, I do take your point. I mean, I think it's quite an abstract thought anyway. Neither of them are like one to one. I think what you're noticing, Phoebe, is that a lot of things bear likenesses to pussies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what I've been trying to say for years. So you th- I was trying so to you say think- to the school bullies. <laughs> and they were like, why do you look like such a pussy? <laughs> like, dude, we all look like pussies. So does know? an ear. So does yeah, the inside yeah, of a yeah. kidney. Why do you think I'm always trying to fuck the toilet, you know? <laughs> Just for fun. It looks like a pussy. <laughs> look. <laughs> the toilet is a big pussy that you shit in. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. Oh, everything looks like a pussy. Yeah, everything looks like a pussy. <laughs> That's correct. Right. That's the phrase. Yeah. That's the phrase. That now let me drink some Pepsi out of this big pussy. <laughs> well, to be fair, like the a can widget. Sharp edges. You oh yeah. It's not sharp on the inside. It's quite it's sharp on the, the back. Inside. Sharp on the back bit. Yeah. I saw this thing the other day where they said where they just said I went oh my god my mind's been blown mm. and then it showed a picture of someone having pulled the widget round to like put a straw in it. Oh, yeah, 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 And I was yeah. just like, why has your mind been blown? And then I thought, how amazing it would be to live in that head yeah. where, like, that's the kind of thing that can just, like, really, like, Man, amaze you. I was really jealous. People froth so hard on a fucking life hack, and it's just like, these aren't life hacks. They're just ways to use products, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark Fisher. <laughs> oh, who's that? <laughs> just like crazy. <laughs> like, just like you know, you know, there's a secret gear in your car you can use to use less fuel on the motorway, and it's just like fifth gear. Like we all know about gears <laughs> yeah, one to yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, you know, there's a secret gear in your car that you can use to make it go backwards. Yeah, if you have to say, you have to say, I am the mayor. You have to say, whisper, I am the mayor of Sandwich City into your car radio to unlock the secret gear. Yeah, we've all driven our car right up to a wall and then thought, oh oh, no, how do we get out of this situation? <laughs> You've had to let the handbrake off, push the car backwards. <laughs> you should do it in a kind of, in a sort of like YouTube life hack. You know? So what you do is just quite simply, you just put it in yeah, reverse. You need, you need it's a little thing you lift up on the gear stick. That's the secret. Yeah, you access the to the secret menu of you the gearbox. The only car life hack that's ever truly like, blown my mind is the you know the little triangle on the dashboard it shows you which side your your petrol cap is yeah that is which good. i did not yeah. which i did not realize yeah, i just yeah. guessed <laughs> every time i was just it guessing doesn't, it doesn't always so Wait, some cars have the little some cars really have the little arrow by it yeah but there was they were popularizing a myth because you know it has like a picture of a petrol pump yeah there was a myth that like the side that the hose was on on the little image like hieroglyph of the petrol pump yeah. showed you what side the cap was on that's untrue but some cars do and many cars now have a little arrow on there that indicates which side so like, what's the triangle that you're talking about Phoebe the triangle on the dashboard which which because different cars have yeah, the petrol have it cap on different, different sizes yeah. on different sides rather. 
Um, so the triangle is meant uh -huh. to show you which side it is on your specific car without having to get out and check. Where's the triangle? What is this triangle? It's on just a triangle by itself. Next to the little picture of the petrol pump. Like oh, the little picture of the petrol pump. It's an arrow on yeah, either yeah, side yeah. of the picture the of the petrol pump. The little picture right. on the petrol pump is there to remind you that they did a wrong contra and they can do the same to you. That's why right. that, that's, that's, what yeah. that's, <laughs> that's why that's there. It's yeah, a threat. that's what Omid Jalili was trying to <laughs> yeah, tell us all about. It's a threat in every single car. Yeah, yes. Omid Jalili was trying to say it. Omid Jalili Baghdadi yeah. was up there yeah. I don't know how okay it is for us to call him that I don't think it is very okay but it's fine I'm sorry Australian, I, just, I, couldn't remember, I couldn't remember the guy's name that you said and I remember that it was Baghdadi <laughs> at the end pal saying something I'm outrageously sorry. racist and then just being like it is his culture no, alright <laughs> I'm away from Melbourne which you know like I feel like I'm mm. I'm flailing you know and all because I'm like mm. I'm away from Melbourne I can say whatever the fuck I want yeah, that's right. You can say what you want about the Greeks can't on this say, show. You can't talk fast and loose like this in, in my city. Yeah. Absolutely not. I, I, have an, no. I have an embarrassing gearbox story. Yeah. Um, which is that well, when I when I bought the car that I have now, um, I was I was very excited that it had a sixth gear, mm. which to me is just cool. You know, that's like an extra. That's like a bonus, yeah. right? Uh, however, uh, that what it wasn't the gear I should have been worried about because when I when I bought the car, I, I'm driving it off the lot of the car dealer. And I'm going to him, um, by the way, because every brand of car has a slightly different way of getting into reverse gear, right? They mm, all yeah. have a little widget thing that you have yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. And this gear stick, it has yeah, no... Yeah, my old car was uh, down to the right. Yeah, quite yeah. often it's like you have to push the gear stick down. Yeah, my, or my, my mum's car is you yank it up and yeah, right. there's a whole thing. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm just like, so how do you... And bear in mind, this guy only sells BMWs, so I'm, I'm confident this guy... He'll you know, know what the it. deal yeah. is. And, uh, and I'm like, how do, you, how do you put it in reverse? And he's like... Uh, oh, you just you just push it down, and I'm like, oh, fine. And I did not check this, and I got literally a hundred meters up the road, and I start executing a three point turn because I need to like go to turn back out onto the road. And then I realize as I've pulled into someone's driveway to do this that I cannot put the car in reverse. And every time I think I've got it in reverse, I'm just inching closer and closer <laughs> to their oh, gate. No! And I'm like, oh, oh, and I'm man. like, and after like a few minutes of this, I'm like, I'm gonna have to call the guy. And then, <laughs> and then he drives and out. My car. <laughs> and then, and then he comes, and then, and then he's like, "Oh, you can't get it into." And I'm like, "No, I'm pushing it down, but it just, it just goes into yeah. first gear." And then he's like, "Oh no, you push it like this," and he, and then he just like pushes it hard sideways. Oh. And then it clicks through like a slot, and then you can push it forward. An and I'm like, "But that's not ball. down. Yeah. That's sideways." And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, like push it down that oh, way." And mate. I'm like, "But that's sideways. That's American down. That's American yeah. down. Yeah, exactly. this fucking dog. Um, you know, both of my mum and dad, who are both extremely good and very aggressive drivers, sure, but because they learnt to drive in like the late '60s, they uh, won't use fifth mm -hmm. gear because when they learnt to drive, there was no such thing." So they just oh. won't use it. Um, That's one of the more power. Yeah. You've told me this before, and it's one of the and most amazing just, eccentricities that you're such, in a crowded it's field. It's such an interesting eccentricity, what? and and also both of them, they are like they're pretty interested in like the environment. And mm -hmm. even, oh, and that's a whole environment even, thing. Like, even saying to them, you know that it makes the car more fuel efficient if you drive in fifth gear. Uh -huh. It has absolutely no effect on Zero. either. They so you see it. them fucking bombing down the motorway. The engine is like Doing like roaring. 5k it's revs, like the yeah. The engine is like roaring fit to bust. And like on one occasion, um, I was like, mum, why don't you just put it in fifth gear? Just do it and see if you like it. And she, she went, 
she went ape shit. She was not happy at all. <laughs> she was like, she's like, what oh, are what, you talking what, about? What? She's like, oh, what? You passed your test six months ago. You think you know it all. It's never going in fifth gear. Why? What is more, it? What is going more, on? If you ever drive this gear, this car, you're not to put it in fifth gear. And I'm like, I'm gonna put it in fifth gear. If you're not <laughs> oh, here to, st- if you're not here to stop me, I will put this car why in fifth gear. Why is she gear. angry? I will do it. <laughs> oh, why is she angry? Yeah. What yeah. is this about? The car has what like is a this sort of like what, high man over fifth gear and she's going to know <laughs> she's if that, if that car know. comes back. Have you asked her why? It's like, okay, the thing about my mum and dad uh-huh. is once they have decided something. This is really upsetting. Once they have decided something, that is just what they have decided. Yeah. They don't need to come up with an explanation. In fact, they won't come up with an explanation. It's weakness. And if they ask, if you like really try and push them for an explanation... Then they'll then they'll just say something so mad and so like uh-huh. absolutely unconnected what what you've asked them in the first place yeah. that you just regret ever opening your mouth. Yeah, fuck. I, I really really thought that my dad would be particularly my dad would be amenable to the you know it makes the car more fuel efficient. Yeah. But no, he wasn't having Money. any of it. And the worst thing is is that also he knows how cars work. Yeah. When I started learning to drive, he was like, okay. I'm going to teach you how a gearbox works. I said, I don't need to know how a gearbox works. And he says, yes, you do. What if you ever need to fix one? I said, I'm never going to need to fix one. Uh If it goes wrong, I'm going to take it to a garage. And honestly, he looked like, here's how you perform surgery on yourself. What if you get shot, Phoebe? The stricken (laughs) look he gave me when I said that I would just take my car to to a a guy. Like, what he was, he was so just like upset, disappointed, so disappointed that I couldn't wow. work out how to fix it myself. And I was like, Dad, you do know that I can't fix anything. Yeah. He said you can change. He said you can you can rewire a plug. And wow. I was like, Yeah, because you because you taught me, you insisted on teaching me, and That's it ended nice. in a horrible row. Oh, did you fight? <laughs> you <guys had> <laughs> yeah. Man, I think it's like, I don't know how I feel about the idea that pretty soon you won't be able to fix your car, you know? Yeah. Like internal combustion engines, they work the same way, but now with electric cars, it's a different engine. Yeah, no, I used to know a mechanic who, who, like, who said, who um, had been like a mechanic for a really, really long time. Yeah. And they said, like, it is, it, this job is, it may as well be a completely different species of job from when I started. Like, uh-huh. it's now functionally an electrician job yeah and you have to just do a whole bunch of like new yeah i I read an article in the guardian again about how like yeah if you have a car from 100 years ago and you show someone a car from like five years ago they would know basically how it works i like that you're like a kind of guardian website digest yeah yeah it's it's like man i just fucking that's my (laughs) doom scroll i don't twitter i don't really like Mm. scrolling instagram but i'll fucking go all the way to the bottom of the guardian page like Like, multiple times what does jermaine greer have to say about the art of delegation yeah Yeah, nothing of interest uh as it happens (laughs) somebody i know reads every single thing on the entire guardian website Every single day. Wow. And I'm always just a bit like, how do your colleagues feel about the amount of work they have to do because you're doing that? Yeah. How do they feel about I that? read a lot of what they put out, you know? Yeah. I try and steer clear of the stuff that I know is just going to annoy me, mm-hmm. but I will scroll all the way down and anything that interests me, I will read it. Yeah. Mm. Which is to my deep shame, I think. 
because it's a complete waste of time and I'm poorer for it. I always really like it when something from Guardian Australia makes it onto UK Twitter because everyone on UK Twitter, especially the people who are constantly going on about other people being rattled, are uh-huh. the most easily like wound up people on the fucking planet. Yes. Like, honestly, like, Capital does not need to worry about the fucking left wing uh-huh. because all they're doing is getting wound up about stupid shit from Guardian Australia on yes. Twitter. What That's do they get wound up doing. about? What's like, Guardian Australia literally, saying? Like, literally, like, it could be like, it's so so like harmless like one girl like wrote an article about how like she didn't like some film oh yeah and that like and people are just like how dare you not support days and it's just like you know what oh, this is awesome i feel like you could be making better use of your time yes energy, my friend you yes. know what everything everywhere all at once was fucking cactus <laughs> <laughs> cactus well i think you'll find we, <laughs> you know what actually everything everywhere all at once was actually really good it's stupendous it's really i saw really it twice. Good. i don't I'm, know anything about it i just thought oh, that would be a funny like film so to say good. was cactus like, honest, like so honestly good. like it sounds you should see it. like it sounds okay. like like, it's it great. sounds dumb, but like it's it's like it's so like it's so moving. And it's unique. Like, it's completely yeah, unique it's completely premise, unique. and it's you can't really like, describe it. I think it's one of I think it's one of the best film portrayals of like a relationship between a mother and daughter yes. that I've ever seen. I think it's absolutely yeah yeah like, yeah. I thought it's absolutely phenomenal. wonderful. But I also watched it having taken an edible, oh, and I also freaked mm. out a little bit about halfway through. Uh-huh. Like. Um, it is a very emotionally like intense. Yeah, like, it leaves you right like, there for the whole not film. Not like huge freak out, but just a mild kind of. Uh, no, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm turning into a frog. I don't like it. You're not, in, you're not in brain prison, but you have been brain detained. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. in a brain holding facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've, like, I've, <laughs> I've asked the brain guards like if I'm under arrest, and they they haven't said no, but they yes. also haven't said yes. So and they're not they giving you, you your leave, phone you will and your shoe. Like, under arrest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I've uh, like I've asked if I can talk to my brain lawyer, and uh, then I remember that I don't have one. Yeah, that's such a that's such a fun thing the police do sometimes. It's like, well, you're not under arrest now, but if you try and leave, you will be under arrest. Yeah, and it's so just like, yeah, do again, they do that? Oh, yeah, and again, it's like semantics. Fucking semantics, mate. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, fucking uh, Wittgenstein would have something to say about this. Would he? Yeah. Well, let me call yeah, my lawyer, please. Ludwig Heaps. Wittgenstein. Heaps is what he'd have to say about it. <laughs> I Actually, have heaps to say about this. Actually, Wittgenstein was like was a great believer in uh, not saying stuff. Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Whereof one cannot speak. I, I, I all I know about Apart Wittgenstein. From Zarathustra, she's <laughs> always saying shit. All I know about Wittgenstein is he oh. was a beery swine <laughs> who was, was just a Schlosser Schlegel. Yeah. David Hume could out consume Schopenhauer and Hegel, and Louis Descartes, uh, Rennie Descartes was a drunken fart who was just as Schlosser Schlegel. Maybe I got the thing wrong. Monty Python. There's nothing (laughs) Nietzsche couldn't teach about the raising of the wrist. Socrates himself was permanently pissed. No? I mean, that's. I mean, I completely believe it was uh, Monty Python yeah, because there's bet. never been a more Cambridge comedy thing <laughs> than what yeah. you have just described. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do a bawdy song about historic philosophy, yes. shall we, champs? Yeah, yeah, about how they love drinking. Like, well, yeah. because because oh. I recognised it in like in the, in the second bit that you yeah. just did there. But bef- like when you started, I was like. Is this what they sing in schools in Australia? Is this, is <laughs> this, is this, it's like the yeah, periodic yeah, yeah. table song. Yeah. Yeah. All the ABCs. Yeah. yeah, we do it with. We're actually quite advanced. Is that what you do at assembly? Yes. Yeah. 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 Of just seven hundred kids spookily singing. Yeah. I've told you about this, right? That at my primary school, because I went to primary school in North London, mm-hmm. so we didn't have hymns, and like everyone, everyone else I know, even if they didn't go to a church school, like 
uh, like sang. Well, actually, no. People who went to Jewish primary schools obviously did not sing yeah, hymns. Like, every, yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah. else, everyone's like, singing sing, hymns. Like everyone else yeah, is singing hymns. Well, exactly, even the public school. Right. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's oh, singing. Yeah. Oh, well. Wow. They're like, like weird, we like, them, kiddie hymns. We call like... them state schools, public schools or something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. 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 Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. The posher ones. Yeah, the whole world in his hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am the Lord hands, of the Dance, said he. The whole world yeah. in his et, hands. Like, et cetera. Yeah, him about Michael Jackson. But because uh-huh. I went to school in North London, which was like packed, it was like, A, it was a very diverse primary Jewish primary school. Jew no, time? no, no, it wasn't. No? no, it wasn't a Jewish primary school. But it was a very, it was a very diverse primary okay. school. We had like kids from all sorts of different ethnicities uh-huh. and backgrounds, and also it was all run by like local middle class white liberals as oh, well. Lovely. So they were just like, oh well, we mm. can't get them to sing hymns. That's uh-huh. not right. So we had instead this like school songbook, which was just like the weirdest like. Just like the weirdest collection of songs. Yeah. There were like Andrew Lloyd Webber songs. There was Right Said Fred. Uh-huh. Not not I'm Too Sexy, the no, actual that song. Would've, that would have right? been good. <laughs> that would have yeah, been good. A chorus of five-year-olds um, singing I'm Too Sexy. There were like, there were, Did you there do were, Cauliflowers Fluffy? There were Beatles songs in there. Uh, there was hmm. that song about going to, going to the end of the garden yeah. and eating worms. There was Little Rabbit Frou-Frou. We did- uh, A song about the Easter Bunny as well. We did choir when I was in year six at primary <laughs> school. It was like- <laughs> Compuls- right. It was like compulsory to be in choir. And our songbook was like that. It was a complete mis- mishmash. There was a song about Diwali, like the Indian yeah. festival. Right. And then there was the Friends theme tune. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was like one Which about- funny enough, was written about Diwali. <laughs> there was a song called "The Edge on the Edge of the Kimberley, which is like a big mountain range in the north of Australia. Uh-huh. And I've never heard before or since. Yeah. But I have all these songs in my head because we had to sing them for choir. And then we did like a huge- thing at like the fucking big state theater or whatever with like all the kids in the state or some fucking thing like that and they made us sing like the friends theme shit like what that's really funny yeah. bizarre did you, did you all have to do the clap in unison oh i can't remember we didn't do that at the big concert but that was one of the ones in the song oh, remember that fucking desray song you gotta be What's you gotta that? be bad you gotta oh, be yeah. bold you, you gotta, gotta be wiser, wiser. and then, yeah, wow. fucking like little 10 year olds like being sassy the day. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm 37 yeah for fuck's sake well you can bleep it out <laughs> we can bleep it out almost two years you should bleep it out we've managed to conceal this information from them mm. <laughs> that would be really funny to bleep it out um yeah I think that's as good a place as any yeah yeah who amazed us only to thank Aiden very much for joining us. Yeah, go on, thank me, you fucking cuck. <laughs> thank That's you very right. Much, that Aiden. is the normal response to that. Um, is, <laughs> is there anything you'd like to plug <laughs> to our loyal hogs? <laughs> you f- bullhogs! Oh my god, that's so funny. Tom Segura is doing a tour of Australia. You know, that's is that what that's in reference to? Bullhogs? No, I said to our loyal hogs. Oh, loyal I thought hogs. you said bullhogs. Uh, okay. Take a picture of me while I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> I'm clearly very excited to be around my friends. Yeah. Um, uh, what do I want to promote? I mean, fucking uh, my website, Aiden Jones Comedy, A-I-D-A-N Jones Comedy. Uh, all of my dates that are like coming up that I'm doing shows mm-hmm. are on there. You can get tickets. I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe for the whole month doing two shows. One at 3 p.m., which is a new show, and at 9.30, which is my old show about meeting my biological dad. And that's on my website. Follow me on Instagram. Listen to my podcast, Sitting Under a Tree, that has Mm. been going since November of 2017 and has a loyal fan base of approximately 54 listeners. 
after five years. Amazing. You could be number 55. It could yeah. be you. It could be you. It could be, be you. You could, you could be Aiden's super pussy. You could be my fucking super pussy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Another one from the primary school songbook. <laughs> You can be my super pussy baby. <laughs> I can kiss away the pain. Oh yeah, yeah. I think oh, that's, that's all the nice, plugs I want to do. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm doing gigs. If anyone's listening in the Netherlands, I'm doing oh, yeah. gigs out there in they September. Are. Like Amsterdam, and then me and David Alfie Ward are doing uh, Rotterdam, Eindhoven, and we're going to Luxembourg for like the second weekend of September. Not to be confused with Alfie Ward. Yeah. And, uh, oh no, Dave Dave Ward, who runs the. Um, uh, backyard comedy club. Yeah, but then there was also that guy Alfie Alfie Noakes. Oh, Alfie Noakes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The um, the man who. Um. All right, that's that's not funny. However, <laughs> it's very funny. It's quite funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the perennial funny. losers of open mics being robbed yet again of their money and dignity. Mm. Yeah. They well, don't have much dignity, dignity to yeah. 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 If there's one thing they had less of than money. Yeah. <laughs> Crime of the century. is only one thing. You couldn't fill a bag with the dignity of those people. No. no uh, well, to be honest, most of them, uh, maybe some, the, the Venn diagram of the Loyal Hogs and the London Open Micers of 2015 may have some overlap. There may you well know? be. I don't oh, know. I hope not. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. No, no, no. Our loyal hogs are full of dignity. Okay. They're, they ri- they're riddled. They're riddled with riddled dignity. dignity. We'll yeah. look you in the eye and see you as its equal. Yeah, that's right. They're, they've got. They've <laughs> oh, got. Nice. They've got in their. They've got in medical textbooks like a condition of having too much dignity, and it's uh, yes. named after Hog-tosis. the loyal hogs. Yeah, exactly. Loyal <laughs> hog syndrome <laughs> is having too much dignity. <laughs> Loyal ha- hog syndrome is being a wife guy. I do Thank have. Well, I do have one more thing to say because okay. it reminded me. I was going to tell you about this, right? Um, because you you did that Churchill quote about the pig. Yeah, sure. Um, did you know that it is part of Churchill's specific legacy that the Churchill family and anyone who's living in that house uh, has to have a, a cat called Jock. Oh, and the oh. current jock is like Jock the Fourteenth or something. That's so nice. And it's a big fat, mm. and it's a big fat stripy orange cat. And like you know what? Like uh, my family is uh, like my dad's family anyway. Is originally from is originally from Bengal. So I've got I've got some stuff to say about Churchill. However, I do I do like the idea of him having this fat Garfield orange stripy cat. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I, like I can't a man with a mixed legacy. I can't uh-huh. forgive him entirely. No. But I'm willing to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I sat down and I listened. I sat down. I sat my Bengali ass down and I listened. <laughs> and I just like the idea of a fat, a fat orange cat called Jot the 14th. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I had to say. That's right. Well, if you're listening to this, um, thank you very much for listening to the show. Yeah, thank you I'm so much. I'm not sure where we're going to put this out. You know, yeah, yeah. All, the all the way, way through. through. Yeah, we've um, uh, we missed we missed an episode this week, so maybe we'll filch this one in somewhere where it wouldn't normally go. Who knows? But hey, if you're listening to it for free, we have a Patreon. If you're listening to it on Patreon, thanks. thanks. There you go. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. What? what?